Are we alone? As in on the podcast? More specifically in the universe, do you think we're alone? I personally don't think we're alone. If you imagine the vastness of the universe, the billions of galaxies, the millions of planets in Goldilocks zones, what are the chances that we're the only one that has life on it? You'd think it'd be fairly slim, but it seems to be a popular belief that we are. At least most people are quite dismissive of it. Don't you find the prospect that we are alone more frightening in this huge space? Just us. Well, if you believe the universe is infinite, or even if it's not infinite, there are hundreds of billions of planets and galaxies. Billions of those planets could potentially support life. And for some reason, we're the only one that ever did. That's massively frightening to me. I would much rather accept that there is thousands of other species of life, whatever that may be, somewhere out there. It's hugely frightening. Space that goes on for light years, and our tiny little planet is the only place with creatures existing. It doesn't bear thinking about. It's a lonely, lonely idea. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting that I necessarily believe that aliens are here and shoving probes up people's rectums, (laughs) but I... 100% believe there is not just life in the galaxy, some amoebas and some water, that there is sentient species similar to us, or perhaps massively different as well. I have no doubt, and I know people chuckle at that, and they'll say, that sounds quite insane. We can go into reasons why we might think that has become the norm for this planet to think that way, but to me it's actually massively arrogant. I think it's arrogant too, but I guess what will get thrown back at you is... If aliens do exist, why haven't they visited the planet yet? Perhaps they have. I mean, the obvious thing is that our planet's approximately, what, six billion years? Something like that? And humanity has been kicking around for 150,000, 200,000 years? As human beings in the entire history of the universe? That's probably not even zero, zero, one hundred percent zero of nothing. And we've done bugger all. If the Big Bang was 13 billion years ago and bipeds have only stalked planet for, as you say, 150,000 years, and we've only had technology really in the last century, maybe even the last couple of decades, to see far beyond our solar system, how can we even discount the idea? Yeah, they could have been here, they might be here, they might be on their way, might be further back. If you think about how old the galaxy is, some of those species could have been gone for billions of years, or they might just be starting now. They might be looking at us and think they seem like a bunch of wallies. Not going there. Imagine if a benevolent race of aliens has come and they've just viewed us from a distance thinking, let's just check these guys out, see what they're like. They go down, they have a look, they see all the territorial disputes, arguments, people trying to kill each other, development of insane weapons. Considering that the people who are watching us might have come from a distant galaxy with far greater technology than ours, what would actually motivate them to come down? I can't think of much. Game of Thrones, perhaps? Not after that last episode, all those plot holes. You've heard of the ancient aliens theory, you've probably seen the uh, show, or at least the memes. The chap with the massive hair. What I like about him is he's got a really enthusiastic voice, but he talks utter shit. Yeah. Have you ever watched much of that show, though? I would say, and I'm going to be slightly generous, about 90% of what they theorise and talk about is probably complete bollocks. Some of the stuff I'm open to, if you think about, like we said, we've been around for about 150,000 years, sort of how we are now. Around about, what, five, six thousand years ago, we just started doing stuff. We weren't really doing anything for the other 95,000 years, really. Just chilling out. Caves, mainly. 
shedding hair, throwing spears at fish, fighting woolly mammoth. And then all of a sudden, like that, we're building monolithic structures. I'm not suggesting that, or perhaps I am, that there was some sort of intervention. Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't, but there's certainly some sort of evidence that something was going on that we were thinking about out of space. You know, a lot of those early humans started looking to the skies, didn't they, and looking at stars and thinking them as gods and deities and angels and a lot of those early religious texts and pictographs all sort of show these gods coming down from the stars on the back of century spaceships. If you look at some of the hieroglyphs in ancient Egypt or some of these temples, you know, even early religious texts out of places like Asia with dragons with loads of smoke and fire breathing and gods walking off their backs. If you're quite a primitive-minded chap from 6,000 years ago, that dragon with all that smoke and fire and then a guy getting off its back could be mistaken for a spaceship or a rocket. Who knows what was going on? It certainly seems that we were looking up, not down at that point. So there's got to be potentially something there. What interested me most when I was watching The Ancient Aliens, I haven't seen them all, I believe there's about nine seasons, was the buildings or the structures at Pumapunka, which were centuries old but very angular, very pristine in the shapes didn't seem to fit in with anything else around the world at the time. Yeah, there's lots of those unexplained things don't sort of fit with our own history, and I think we're, as a species, pretty terrible at knowing our own past and history generally, aren't we? So we don't really keep excellent records. We lose stuff all the time. Things get destroyed. Think about how much knowledge we lost the fire in Alexandria, for example, in the library. We've lost temples, we've lost all sorts of stuff, but we also base our history off of conquest and stuff as well, don't we, as a species, and as a result, people who win those wars tend to write history how they want them to be. So we don't really know a lot, apart from vague stuff from five, six, seven thousand years ago. We have no clue what we were doing before that. Who knows, there's 95,000, 100,000 years where we're essentially where we are now. We weren't really doing much that we know of, so there's potentially something going on there. We can't discount it because we'll never know. We could go even further back. Perhaps we have been visited 67 million years ago. Alien life forms cruised over the skies of Europe, viewed dinosaurs charging around, eating each other and just thought, oh, fuck this. You know, (laughs) we're not going to come here in peace and get any kind of a break. And they left because that's just our concept of time. To us, 65 million years is huge, but... Perhaps to them, it just isn't. Time is a human concept. You think about these aliens showing up, seeing the dinosaurs, thought she looks all right, and then mating with them, and that's how we get these uh, lizard people that still live around now. Do you know David Icke's theory on the lizard people being the Illuminati and they're running our world at the moment? I know a little bit about that. Isn't the Queen one of them? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the, the Queen, all of the Bilderberg group. They all transform when they get out of view, back into their hybrid lizard reptilian human forms <laughs> sounds like an episode <laughs> of doctor who or one of those old kitschy star treks <laughs> like the big rubber-headed lizard banging about he's got captain james t kirk by the throat <laughs> yeah actually the way that we treat aliens in fiction kind of ridicules the concept of anyone existing in the universe what do you mean like movies and that yeah what do you think Yeah, well, I think they're not always, but most of the time, the invasion force is evil. They're coming down to kill us for no particular reason, or they want our trees and our water and 
I think that has helped sway people's opinion on the idea of alien life for whatever reason. There's conspiracies that that's been done deliberately. It could just be because people like telling their stories. We write science fiction, alien invasion stuff, but you've done that. Makes a good story, doesn't it? But I do think that plays a part. It's strange, isn't it? I've read three books and seen one film about the aliens coming here for water. That makes absolutely zero sense. Why would you come and wipe out a species for water when you could just go to Europa, for example, and take it from there, or Ceres? There must be ice all around in our own solar system. Billions of sources of water in the galaxy, so they wouldn't come here, would they, for that? No. Even if they did come to our solar system, they could just get it from the asteroid belt. The most logical idea, if for some reason an alien species did want to come here and get a resource, surely we would be the best resource, wouldn't we? Quite an adaptable species. Slave us, take us off to mine their moon rocks or whatever it is they do. If they've got the ability to travel to our planet, I'm guessing they've got the ability to create automated machinery to do their own mining. Maybe they're just evil and they just think it's funnier watching us do it. Yeah, well, they are evil. Remember Independence Day, an alien has the professor by the throat and he goes, Die! Die! That was a better impression. (laughs) We are quite good impressions on the show, so we have to get them in. We do have one genuine celebrity who does the intro for the show. Oh, yeah. Well, he believes in aliens just the same as we do. Yeah, five, four. (laughs) (laughs) Cost us a lot of money for that. But thank you, Mr. Hawking, anyway. Professor Hawking. Professor. So there's a lot of conspiracies about that, obviously. We talked about ancient aliens, and potentially that could be proof that we've been visited, if you believe some of the theories around the ancient astronaut. There's obviously the biggest stories, you know, Roswell, Area 51. What do you think of that one? This is a little bit more difficult for me because we know that they claimed it was a weather balloon and we've seen pictures of weather balloons. And I've seen the docudramas on it and everything like that. There is some witness accounts. It's pretty much impossible to say. What would be the motivation for covering something like that up? I guess it'd be spreading panic, wouldn't it? Well, you think back to supposedly the, the War of the Worlds. Who was the chap that read that? Wells. Wells, yeah. That supposedly, and I don't know if it's true as such, could have been an urban legend, but it was apparently mass hysteria when that was played. I suppose there could be some sort of mass government protocol about discrediting the idea of aliens or covering it up because of public hysteria and the way we'd react to it. It could potentially massively affect things like religion, I suppose. Yes, you could see that, couldn't you? A lot of belief systems are based on Earth. Well, pretty much all of them are. I guess it could be explained away that God created aliens as well if he created everything in the universe. It's just part of the grand design. Yeah, I personally know Christians that believe that life could exist or that God or gods or whatever you want to believe was essentially around about an alien, I suppose, and created life here and everywhere. That's the justification for learning more about the universe and the galaxy and they've just added to what they believe. I know not everyone believes that. Some do, and I know them. I don't think you'd be scooting about on a, the back of a spaceship like Ego, the living planet. Yeah, Ego out of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is probably the best deity that I've seen on TV. <laughs> yeah, like when he's doing the dancing and stuff on the back of that ship and he goes past and he's like, what's the, what's the little guy on the back of that ship? What's he waving for? <laughs> he's, pretty, he's a pretty good god. Yeah, the best part about him is a big spoiler, so we shouldn't really say it in case anyone hasn't seen the movie. Yeah. If 
such a deity did exist and had created and seeded life throughout the known universe. I hope he's not quite like Ego. His name should tell you all you need to know about him. Yeah, he is quite egotistical. You see what I've done there. Roswell's pretty famous, but I guess it's not the only one. Obviously you heard of Chernobyl, quite a massive nuclear disaster in the 80s. Was that 84? We had a joke about it at school. What happens if you buy Russian underpants? What? Chernobyl fallout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. That's a shocker. It's shocking. (laughs) There's actually quite a big conspiracy slash alien thing about that. The UFO apparently. There's loads of reports of unidentified flying aircraft around the area and the nuclear plant as the disaster was unfolding was getting to the point of extreme danger obviously ended up being quite bad as it was but it could have been a lot worse the radiation was at extreme levels there was going to be an explosion that potentially most of the european continent at risk and then all of a sudden it lowered significantly and as the story goes to do with aliens this ufo just before it was about to explode fired two red beams straight into the reactor and lowered it by three quarters i think and they managed to get the fire under control and <laughs> save Europe because of these aliens. Who's saying this? Experts. Experts? Dr. Romanoff and, you know, these kind of Russian chaps. I'm more interested in the stories where hillbillies get only probed and then come back screaming about the experiences. Well, the problem with those now, and because we touched on it, I don't know about you, but when I've tried to discuss aliens with most people, they laugh about it. They won't even accept the possibility of it, and part of that, I think, is not necessarily deliberate, but some of it might be. There might be some reason that they don't want us to take it that seriously. But how would we know? There isn't a decent excuse for it not existing. You can't say it because they haven't visited us. Who's to say that they're ahead of us in the terms of evolution and of technology? Yeah. For all we know, they don't even want to come and see us, so that's an excuse that doesn't wash. Maybe they just don't like us. There's all sorts of theories behind it. Maybe we're just in the middle of nowhere, which we sort of are. Maybe we're being quarantined for some reason. There could all be a million different reasons. I remember a couple of years ago, a couple of Russian chaps alleged they found an alien and they put a video up. I think it went on YouTube. They had a body and it looked pretty real. But these days, with special effects and movies and stuff, you can never tell. You know, people make even practical things that look ridiculously good, don't they? I remember within a day or two, loads of news bulletins and current affairs shows just immediately mocking it, saying these two wackos hoax. Alien was immediately headlines across the world, and I'm not saying that it was real, but the immediate response from all the media was to one laugh at it or two call it a hoax. News people were in America, England, New Zealand, Australia. They weren't in Russia. How would they know? They weren't there. They're just basing it off of what they're being told and their assumption that it's fake. I guess my point is we wouldn't know. It could have been a real alien, but just because of the way that it's reported and the way that people react, what would you need? Like, for me, I just accept that it exists. I don't think that makes me crazy at all. I think that makes me quite logical. But for most people, what do you think it would take? An alien just popping up in front of them and saying, take me to your leader. Take me to your leader. Now... The problem that I can see is that it'd be like seeing an individual tree in the middle of a forest right from the edge because there's so many hoaxes presented to us in the last 60 years. And what's made them obvious hoaxes is that they always reflect the fiction or technology of the time. 
like the 50s and 60s with those typical flying saucers with with a little mound on the top. As we've advanced in fiction and technology, then the ships start to become more sophisticated, up until the point of what we get now with Independence Day 2 and Arrival. When you get all that kind of thrown at you and all these theories and lots of people casually dismissing it, if there is one story in there that's true, one abduction, one picture, it's just impossible to find. Yeah, if they've already been here and we know about it, it's going to take full disclosure from government or slash government, isn't it, for people to accept. Like They're going to have to say, yes, we've actually been covering this up. Or a ship's going to have to appear in the sky, you know, like the movies. That's exactly what it will take. Whether that happens in our lifetime or not, I don't know. And whether another species in the universe is already out there with that kind of technology again, I don't know. Do you remember a few months ago, NASA, one after another, kept having these, we think we found this, we think we found water. And a lot of people started speculating that they were building up to maybe they've already found a signal or maybe they've already received a message. Because it was quite frequent, wasn't it? It was like, we've found this new thing, like every few weeks. And it appeared that they were building up to a revelation that perhaps life existed. Hasn't happened yet. No, we do keep getting teased like that. I forwarded you a link to a BBC article three days ago. It said, amazing discovery made on the last pass of Jupiter. But when we opened the article, it was just, well, it's just a load of bollocks. Yeah. The other thing was that a star that kept like turning on and off. There was all those articles, people saying it could have been an alien superstructure farming their sun or the star for power or whatever. Wild speculations, but there seems to be a lot of that stuff coming out of scientists and NASA. I'm not saying they're hiding anything, I'm not saying that it's definitely happening, but it seems like the narrative is switching a little bit closer to perhaps this stuff could be out there. One thing that people can't do when asked if aliens exist is just say a flat no with any authority. No, I just don't see how you could. You can't, can you? It's impossible. I actually have a story. Have you had any experiences directly with alien life outside of football grounds? When we played Newcastle, I saw quite a few supporters in the away end that looked like the aliens out of the Star Wars bar. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, have a, a few little chaps sort of... Do, 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 <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> a few glares like Luke Skywalker got at the bar. Outside of the Wonga Dome looking a bit like the cantina. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that's a no. Yeah, it's a no. I've never encountered an alien species. Well, I haven't either, but we're going to travel back a bit here. I was actually living in England at the time. I would have been 19, I suppose, maybe 20. I fully disclosed the fact that I was quite heavily pissed at the time. So just bear that in mind. I'd been in a bar on a Thursday night on the East Coast called Hank's Bar, and they had two-for-one drinks. And I only have one kidney, so you can imagine that I might have been quite well pissed by this point. So we just have to get that out of the way. And I was walking back home. It was about six or seven miles, I think, between my house and this bar. You must have liked that bar to walk six, seven miles. I was living at East Anglia. There weren't many taxis around at that point of night, and I probably didn't have any money because I was a student. And I was walking with a couple of my mates who lived just around the corner from me in this village. And it was actually quicker to walk down the beach instead of going through the town and crossing all the roads cut about a mile out by going that way. We get about halfway down the beach and realise that such a thing as the tide exists. 
started coming in quite heavily around us, blocking our way back, panicking as you do being a 19 or 20 year old with probably a shitload of vodka Red Bull in your belly. We thought we might drown. It was sort of a, a cliff face. It wouldn't be that far, maybe 20 or 30 metres up. We climbed up this quite dangerously, could have fallen at any point. And then we found ourselves in like a farmer's field. East Anglia, lots of farms around that area, in between the town and villages. Got quite tired, sort of just lay down in the middle of this muddy field. My beautiful maroon silk shirt from Burton's... Oh God, it sounds horrific. ...was ruined. Laying on my back and looking up, the stars were above me and I can just remember seeing... It looked like a light, just like one of the stars, but it was slightly bluish and it darted across in front of me and then back across and then zigzagged a bit and then off it went out of my eyesight and then the stars all started spinning around then I vomited and then I passed down (laughs) then I woke up what seemed to be approximately two hours later then I stumbled home and walked into the house and went into the pantry and I found a cake sitting in there and I grabbed it in my hand and just taken a big bite and then I've gone upstairs and passed out the next morning, after getting shouted at for eating this cake, I thought back and I thought, I've lost two hours there, and I saw this mysterious light. Could I have been abducted? Or could you have been pissed or eaten magic mushrooms? Well, I was definitely pissed, and it may or may not have been my excuse when I was shouted at in the morning for eating cake, <laughs> getting mud everywhere, ruining my shirt. And I said, it's not my fault. Aliens got me. <laughs> and yeah, did the fall for it? No, I had to sleep on the couch for a week. 